Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello, and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is a show all about increasing your traffic as well as improving your conversions. And today's episode is part two of a case study that Ralph is presenting at AdWorld this May. And this is the segment where Ralph gets into what went into the creative for the ad campaign, and he really gets into the nuts and bolts of how they create the copy and creative at tier 11. I know that you're going to get a ton out of this, and you'll probably want to listen to it multiple times. So we're going to get into it right after this. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. We got the ad account back. Step number one, to biggie. Number two is we cleaned up the campaigns. We installed the traffic harmonizer with Facebook and with Google with that branded search. So once again, we also got our campaign hygiene really cleaned up, cleaned those teeth, you know, scraped off all the tartar, got everything kind of going in the right direction. The point was, is that melded traffic between cold traffic and retargeting traffic all in the same campaigns. It's not the way to acquire new customers on social. So we did all that. We had a really good foundation. The next step was, okay, how do we acquire customers at top of funnel? And so we install what we refer to as the creative lab. So the creative lab is our process where we do two things, very, very deep 
dive research. We call it creative lab deep dive research, where we look at 16 different sources of data to create two things, messaging and avatars, messaging and avatars, which will then be the foundation for the creative lab, which is how we create ad copy, images, videos, scripts, and we iterate on the stuff that works the best. Once again, it's, this is a diagnose, prescribe, implement, iterate process here, that four steps of DPI squared. So we use the deep dive research to get really deep on what's going on and who is their avatar, how can we attract their ideal customer and what messaging and who are they, you know, not just like demographics and what their interests are. That's important. That's mm. going to be greatly important with all the cool features inside Google performance max for sure. But like, what are they thinking? Like what's, what are their fears? What are their desires? Like this is where this stuff is so important. And it's the foundation of everything that we do inside Facebook. And this, believe it or not, is the key to, to beating iOS because you're beating them at their own game by having your creative create the audience as opposed to just the audiences, which aren't quite as effective as they used to be. It'd be really interesting to see in Google Performance Max how great those audiences are. It's like when you combine great messaging with great audiences, you've got like this nirvana of social ads. And that's really where we started to scale up here. Like we fixed the campaigns, we got the ad account back, but the next step after that was how do we approach cold traffic? And we do it in a very formulaic system called deep dive research and the creative lab. Dude, so what I love about this is brilliant that I hadn't really thought of is the, the iOS update, what it killed about Facebook was Facebook's ability to optimize the audience against a conversion action. So what, that, what we were all doing is we were just being lazy. We we're like, all right, send these yeah. ads to everybody. And then whoever converts, that's who we'll go after. Well, when you lost that ability, the, the exact right thing to do is just optimize the audience pre-conversion, which is what we should have been doing in the first place. Right. We were just being lazy. I love this the graphic that we're looking at, by the way. If you're listening, this looks like a triple PhD in ad management. Like you've got to include this in the show notes, Ralph. I don't, do you give this away or is this just for us to look at? Yeah, uh, we, we haven't. It's on our site right now. It's sort of, this is amazing. Or, if you're yeah. listening to this right now, this is like, unbelievable IP. Uh, I'm so impressed with what I've seen. I can't believe I've never seen this. We need to do a whole episode just on this little graphic you've got. Yeah, we, we've actually found that it's, it's very helpful for us as a roadmap where it runs into potential issues is that when customers see it, they say, well, why aren't you doing that over there? That one, this, mm. that, because there's so many different things here. Let's go back to the basics. Like people hire us for our expertise. Sorry. Like, we know a fair amount about what we're talking about here. And we've been able to do it ask to drive, you know? Like. Right, right, exactly. So this graphic is a little bit dangerous because mm. prospective customers might say, oh, well, I want to pick all these things out. I want to be the guy who picks it out. That's not how it works. We diagnose, prescribe, implement, iterate. That's our choice. We do it with you, but... We know best, right. sorry to sound arrogant, but it's true. Our team knows best and this badass team that got these results here, know best. And we're gonna sort it out. It's gonna be an 80, 20 of like what we can use. So in this particular part, like in our deep dive research, you know, we didn't use customer reviews from Amazon, for example, 
which is something that we usually do use, but for whatever reason, we didn't. We use sales pages, surveys. They had actually a great survey that we used. We used product user reviews. We used co competitive reviews. We did some buyer interviews. There was a customer survey. There was a survey they did to their list, and then there was a customer survey that they did for, for their actual customers. And sometimes we'll interview the founder. You know, sometimes we'll listen to call center recordings. Sometimes we'll go on, you know, answer the public or maybe go to Amazon recommended engine, or maybe we'll talk to their or interview their salespeople. Like there's all kinds of places where we can get this data to do this research. And granted, we have not even created an ad yet for our own. Like up till this stage of the success of this customer, we were basically using mostly their ads. But we went deep into this the first two, three weeks of onboarding, pulled all this data out, which yielded some killer avatars. So I won't show you the entire Google sheet that I actually show in one of the other case studies that shows how much data, this thousands of lines of code, like we pulled out all the reviews they ever had on, on Amazon. This is for another case study. It was like, there's literally like 2000 reviews. We analyzed them. We used a certain tool that we use, like the Lend tool inside uh, Google Sheets to find out where the efficiencies are, where the, you know, what the most common objections were or things that they liked most about the product, like really, really deep here. This takes about two weeks to do it. So I'm not saying that you can't do it as a listener of this show here. My point is, is if you're doing even one-tenth of this, you are so far ahead of the competition because what you're going to be able to do is come up with the ideas for all these avatars. And those three killer avatars that we did create ended up turning into our most successful ads, our most successful videos that our team alongside the customer's team put together. And now they're the things that are running the most right now to convert cold traffic into customers. Does that all make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, those avatars, if you're not going this deep or this granular in the avatar, then you're not doing it right. I'm going to read one bullet and there's, there's literally hundreds, but the one that really struck out to me and it struck out, it stuck out to me because I felt like if I was creating ad copy, it would influence everything that I did in the ad copy space. But it said, regularly affirm her capabilities by reminding her of all she's gone through in life and her internal ability to persevere. First of all, that is freaking genius. And that tells me that you know exactly who this person is. Second of all, that anything that I write, any media that I choose, any video that I choose, the targeting, the approach, the offer, the language, the landing page, the follow-up, like that one bullet point, you kind of fall in love with this person right out of the gate. Like you really, really, really now care about her instead of like, oh, I'm targeting Stacy. She's a mom of three from the Midwest and she wants to run her own bit. You know what I mean? Like, like dive so deep. And I, this gets maybe more soapboxy than I'm supposed to, but I've said quite a few times, I don't think you deserve to market to anybody if you don't truly love them. Like you have to, and, and the way to fall in love with somebody is just get to know them. And so build your avatars out so deep that you're, you're falling in love with these folks. And that just, that just stuck right out to me. I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I mean, Aaron and Lynn on our team and, and Noah are just amazing at this stuff and they get so deep into it. And the, you read one line, there's 12 lines on what this avatar is thinking you know, install scarcity through acknowledgement that others are already living the life she wants and it doesn't commit to how she's be faced or being watched by or watching others to take the opportunity that she wants. Like that line unto itself, like that crafts 
that flavors your copy. It flavors everything. And that's just one line. Like this is like a deep and profound understanding of who these people are, but more importantly, what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And I, I hate to say it because this is old school copywriting and research, Kasim, but this is the stuff that really, really works, especially on Facebook right now. And like I said, can't wait to see how it all plays out inside Performance Max. So, but yeah, and all this did is it basically, it gave us the foundation to fuel the ads. Now we're not talking about their retargeting ads. We're not talking about their, how am I going to sell more stuff to the people that have already bought? No, we don't care about that. We care about level one cold traffic with exclusions, really lookalike audiences, interest-based audiences. And in this case, inside this five level system, there's one asset in particular, and this is sort of the danger of looking at like customer acquisition amplification, because you might say, oh, wow, I'm a kid in a candy store. I'm going to use all these assets for level one. We found that based upon our research and our messaging, there was one asset that we knew would work well. We tested others, granted, but it's what we refer to as the transformational story video. Now, it's one of... I believe there's 10 different video assets that we use for Facebook for cold traffic, for, for level one traffic, but we picked out one mm. and focus on 10 just because the customer said, I want you know, I want the big benefit video. Can't you guys do a pure pitch video? I hear you guys talking about that all the time. Can't you do a teach and pitch video? No, we realized that the story about the avatar and how they felt and what their transformation was, was the most important thing with getting new customers in their funnel, getting to the webinar and ultimately selling them and ultimately changing their lives. So this is, like I said, this is the danger of showing customer acquisition amplification on all its glory is that it can be misused unless you actually have a skilled tactician pressing the buttons. And that's fortunately what we have inside, inside our agency. So before, like when they came to us, they had a lot of images. They had a couple of videos. There was a few that were sort of testimonial videos, but kind of bland, like, hey, you know, gain financial freedom, you know, hey, start a new revenue stream images. Like, like every other ad didn't really stand out. Keep your customers coming back and get, you know, get this, get, you know, it, a hero image of what you get at level one. Like people tune this stuff out. This is very helpful at deeper levels of traffic, level three, level four, but not at level one. Like right. people tune this out. This is noise. So what we realized is that based upon the three avatars, we needed to create transformational story video ads. But anyway, the point is, takes us through their story, like how they felt before and after and how the customer ended up being, our customer, our agency customer ended up making them the hero of the story. And that's really sort of what their big push is as a business is to become a hero of their product because you're not only transforming your life in the fact that you are using our product and our service and our software and everything, but you're also transforming the lives of all the people that you're helping with your credit business. So it's both of those things together so these videos are very, very crafted in a way in which we hit on those emotional points in order to create the conversion. And ultimately, it's not about just selling crap to people who don't need it. Like this is about 
this particular product is so much in line with our business model, which is, you know, help purpose-driven businesses. And this is exactly what this does. And these guys, like, they did so much great stuff through the pandemic and continue to do it now because they transform people's lives. And the video is just a manifestation of that. And that's what the transformational story video is. And we're going to break it down here step by step. But any anything to add here, Kasim? I do. I, so it's it's interesting because the the media that we can create as an agency, and I don't do any media creation, but just thinking about it from your perspective and paradigm, it's it's completely dependent upon what the client has been able to do. You know, it's like you have the ingredients and we're going to pull it together and show those to people. But what these folks have here is I'm watching these videos, the, the role, and like it's so compelling. I would stop and I would watch this. You know, it's feel good. It, it kind of feels like you're watching a, a, an episode of Ellen or something and somebody's, you know, making their dreams come true. So that's exactly the type of content you have to put on social. That's why people get on social. You get on social because you want to engage with other people and build a community. So an ad that feels like an ad, there's, you know, there's something called banner blindness. They're going to ignore that. But an ad that feels like, oh, this is this is actually telling me about another human experience. I think that's, you know, that's what really lands here. Yeah. And it really, it really hits people. Right, I say, you know, it hits them right between the eyes. I mean, it really hits them right in the heart more right. than anything. And I, you know, I don't want to sound Pollyanna here, but like, this is the kind of stuff that actually does work right now. And so this, as all the video assets that we have, or all the, the, in essence, creative assets that we utilize at all levels of traffic, it has a formula and we replicate that formula. And the fo formula is as follows. So we start off with sort of a solid thumbnail, like an eye-catching thumbnail and some motion. In this particular case, I believe it's like they had this drone footage of like flying in over the cities of like Dallas for one avatar. I think that's her in this particular video, like Atlanta, another one, and then Greensville, North Carolina. Like they had, they had good assets to begin with. We're like, oh my God, this stuff is gold. So you had some motion, some thumbnail. You can see in the video itself, you know, it says becoming a millionaire has never been this easy, you know? And then below that is a transcription of what she's saying. So remember, that with video ads on Facebook, still to this day, about 90 some odd percent are watched with the sound off. So you do need either, you know, an SRT file, which you upload, which, you know, we do, or you need some kind of transcription sort of below the fold. And we've got sort of this, this box way in which we do things. And this is, I believe, a four by five aspect ratio, but we call it in essence, you know, a Unilad ad where we have, you know, we have a banner on the top, which is the big benefit. And then on the bottom beneath the 16 by nine video, we've got the transcription or sort of what she's saying in the video, because we're assuming two things. Nobody's paying attention and good headline on the top of the, of the Unilad video ad. And then on the bottom, you're assuming, okay, not everybody's going to listen with the sound on. So we will make it easy for people to consume the content. And like picture somebody scrolling through their Facebook newsfeed, working a day job, you know, in a cubicle and thinking, man, this job sucks. I want to be able to do something more with my life. And this video comes on and then their boss walks by. If the sound is on, like, what are you trying to do? You're like, Hey, you know, that's how I was fired the second time, by the way, it's like, I had a movie watching Facebook ads. Yeah. So, so watching Facebook ads, yeah, it was actually pre Facebook ads. It was pre internet. Anyway, the point is, is you have to think about the user experience, like in where their environment is like, this is a, 
This is a business in a box. I hate to say that, but it's a work at home product. It is a way in which people can have a side hustle that eventually turns into something that they, in this case, this woman made millions of dollars. Mm. Like you need to sort of meet them where they're at. And this video does that. So solid thumbnail motion. You've got sort of a bio. She tells a little bit about like where she was, how she was sort of down on herself. And she Googled, she actually Googled the keyword phrases that are in the customer's name and then happened upon them. And then she fixed her own credit and then she started doing it for other people. And then all of a sudden she became a millionaire. And now here she is with, you know, one of their top awards and she could sort of see it in the fourth frame. So it's like bio a little bit, a little discovery. Oh, I found this thing. And then this thing, I started to do it for me. And then I did it for other people. So proof, proof. And then at the end, is the pitch. And in this case, it's a pitch to a webinar, an online training in order to learn more. Just really simple, but you're pulling them in with this transformational story video ad, not all the other assets that we have inside customer acquisition amplification. We're using one asset here because that's the one that we felt was gonna really crush it and the results speak for themselves. Any questions on this part? No, man, this is brilliant. So that was, that was the video ad that really did, we did a lot of other things. We, you know, we did a lot of using different assets on level two traffic, level three, level four, sort of beyond the scope of this presentation here. But point was, is 80%, 90% of our total traffic, our total spend is on level one and using video like this in combination with other video styles, a couple of different avatars was really was the key. So. Those three things were really were, you know, we had the take out the had to bring the ad account back. That's helpful. <laughs> Got to have an ad account. But installing campaign and ad account hygiene, sort of the first thing we use that is called the traffic harmonizer system. Then we use the, the creative lab in order to create these really significant avatars. And then we installed videos that really spoke to the desired end state of their ideal customer. And that's how we were able to get these pretty amazing results here at Cossum, which like I said before, I mean, they were kind of struggling about $1,300 a month in revenue at a 0 0.06 ROAS and, you know, within three to six months and now 12 months later, they're doing about 400K in, in revenue online with about 3.53 ROAS. So that's how we're able to do it. Like I said, this is one case study out of three with a bonus case study that we'll be talking about at AdWorld. Like this case study is unreal. And yeah, I, I, I'm interested to go see the other four that you're, you're pushing. That's awesome. Hey, it's Gossam here and I have another question for you. What would your business look like if you had 55% more traffic, 67% more leads, and 30% more revenue on top of what you're already producing? Would that make a big difference in your bottom line or even your bank account? Well, those are the statistics for businesses that blog consistently. And I think the reason is simple. It's because Google wants to recommend websites with helpful content. Here's the problem. If you're like me, you don't have the time to sit down and write blogs. And even if I did manage to get enough words on the page, none of it's going to be any good. So if you're in that same position, I want to recommend our buddies at BKA Content who will write all of your blogs for you. They'll do all the research and all the writing. So all you have to do is copy and paste. If you want to try them out, they're giving PT listeners 50% off. That's 5-0% off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. That's b 
kacontent.com forward slash perpetual. Any uh, any final thoughts here before we close up? I know this was a pretty long one. Well, you know, it was it was dense in a really good way. I felt like it was nutritious. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of little value bombs. The thing that stuck out to me there at the very end, and this goes back to old school marketing too, but I think what y'all did really well was um, you clearly showed the before and the after state and then showed people how they could also get there. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, that predates you know, Dan Kennedy and who's the guy that wrote the breakthrough? Uh, Eugene Schwartz. Yeah. Eugene yeah. Schwartz. Like, I feel like, I feel like we could probably go to like the Bible and we'd yeah. find it there too, but it's just the rote routine cliche for a reason. People want to know, they want to see it before and after, but that's only, that's only the first step. And then after the before and after, they also want to know that there's a bridge between the before and the after that they're capable of crossing too. Fitness obviously does this the best, but that campaign that y'all built, and then the media the client had available, I thought really spoke to that really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, as part of our process, we definitely rely on, I think Dice talks about this pretty well is the before and the after. What's the desired end state? Where are they today? You know, where do they want to be? And how do you actually bridge that gap? How do you build a bridge between the before and the after state? And that's really what, in this case, those videos do and the entire campaign does to get a good desired end result, which like I said, I mean, this is, we're not selling crap here too. Like a lot goes back to how good is the offer? The offer is damn good. They just needed a way in which to get it out to more people. So I don't want to give like all the credit to, you know, tier 11 and the team. You have to sort of start with a product that's good to begin with. You know what I mean? That people actually do want and that fulfills on that promise. And all of a sudden everything, this truth in advertising, everything just really kind of works together to, to help people. And that's kind of what we, I don't know, I suppose we make money doing this stuff, but at the end of the day, if you feel good about what you're doing, that's a pretty darn big thing. Yeah, it's, it's way better. <laughs> that's way better. So, well, that is this week's episode, everyone. Like I said, we will leave some links in the show notes. If you want to see the customer acquisition amplification image itself, it should be on the tier 11 website. We've got it in a test right now. So check that out over at tier11.com. And of course, subscribe and leave a rating wherever you are listening to podcasts because we really appreciate those and we will read them on the air. We'll Let stop. us know. Please leave another review. The last one is, is, <laughs> is, is, is the one is better. Hack. I don't even care if it's a bad review at this point. I just want the, you know, custom as a hack to be pushed down just a little bit. Throw me a bone. <laughs> that's good yeah absolutely well after a couple episodes last last few like they should feel differently about that anyway you know yeah. really maybe I, i'm not even saying they're wrong i probably am a hack but i don't want to be reminded of it every time i go to you know look at our podcast it's all right we're we're all hacks in our own way so but uh, let us know what you can we can do better perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better uh, you can follow us over at Twitter as well. Go back and listen to uh, previous episodes. And like I said, all the resources and show notes are at perpetualtraffic.com. So on behalf of my awesome co-host, Kasim Aslam, until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. 